You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And on into the program now comes the indomitable, the incomparable, the illuminous Tim Brando, national sports commentator at Fox Sports, play-by-play voice on your college football Sundays, and he's on Twitter, at Tim Brando. Tim, Timmy B, how you doing, buddy? Well, I'm, I'm, this was one of the ones where I didn't hear uh, uh, the, 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 the descriptive adjectives dealing with age, so thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah, good. Normally, I, was just... normally I either get, he's been around a long time, uh, he's iconic, he's uh, legendary, no, he's just old, why don't you just say it? I'm glad you didn't go that route. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. We're starting off on the right foot here. Uh, t- <laughs> uh, Tim, of course, national sports commentator for Fox Sports. He'll be on your TV on Saturdays calling a lot of the big-time college football games. Uh, first, year, let's talk a little LSU, kind of obligatory, of course, but Tigers in the top six are at number six in both of the polls, the AP and the coaches poll. Tim, are, are the Tigers back in your mind? Yeah, I, I think they are. I, I, I love the way they, they look. I love the Joe Brady hire. I know it's, um, that's been the common thread during the off season was bringing in the uh, Saints, um, uh, you know, red zone coach and, and receiver coach that understands how to to get uh, formations to work in favor of the talent that you have on the field. Something that Sean Payton's been so successful at, and a, a tremendous hire, really, uh, by uh, Ed Orgeron. So I, I think that coupled that with the personnel coming back, and particularly Burrow who I thought took command of that team and authorship of leadership uh, of that team in the late stages a year ago. And you, you've got the right mix. Now, they're going to be thrown to the wolves very quickly. So uh, how they handle the trip to Austin in week two, and do they jettison and, and propel themselves into an even better spot with a victory, or in a non-conference game, but a game that, so many LSU fans, I think, want so desperately to win. Uh, does losing that game send them in the wrong direction? Which in college athletics can happen all the time. So that's a tilt game. Make no question about it. And a lot of people, if Alabama, if Alabama is the biggest game on the schedule, Texas is certainly the next uh, biggest game on that schedule because it's the first huge opponent. It is on the road, and it's a team that just beat Texas in the Sugar Bowl. And, they believe they're back with, with Sam Ellinger at quarterback. Uh, and by the way, I think it's very comparable from a talent standpoint with Burrow. Uh, that, that game could come down to really which quarterback has the best night. Uh, I, I love them defensively. I think Delpit is going to be as impressionable a defender in the, in the defensive mechanism of Dave Aranda as Devin White was a year ago. Uh, and I think they'll be very successful in that regard. If they beat Texas, Seth, they've got a chance to get to Alabama undefeated. And let's say that, for argument's sake, they, they are competitive, but they don't win that game. Let's say they lose that game, and it's a close game. Uh, there's an outside chance that, that LSU could lose to Alabama and still have a shot of making the college football playoff if that were their only loss. So you can keep that in mind. I know uh, we, we get ahead of ourselves in college football a lot. Fans drive that because they're so enthusiastic and so energetic. And I happen to agree uh, with that, that that theory that 
that LSU could still have an outside shot of getting into the playoff, even if they lost to Alabama in a competitive game, provided that's the only loss. Uh, and maybe if the, the only loss is Texas going the other way. <clears throat> I always thought that maybe, and look, we're talking about Texas LSU every night on the show, basically, because everybody's jacked up yeah. for the game. But maybe we, and I say we in the media here locally, maybe we're putting a little too much emphasis on that LSU-Texas game, Tim, I, almost yeah, over half I, I, I think so. Yeah, I, I think the locals and and maybe even, gosh, uh, I say locals, but in, in this region of the country where the Big 12 would like to think that it can compete with the SEC, and of course the, the SEC, where it just means more, always thinks they're superior, uh, there's a little bit of a grudge match that goes beyond just the matchup between Texas uh, and LSU. Uh, and through the years, there have been major matchups, Cotton Bowls, and that kind of thing, where the two got together, and uh, there was a lot of pride uh, in that. And so it's easy for people to get too carried away with that game. So, yeah, I, I think that, if anything, there's been a bit too much emphasis put on it, but I understand why that's the case. Uh, if they win the game, if LSU happens to win the game, then I think that it really serves them well moving forward into the SEC because, as you know, no, no game is easy in that league, but the confidence that we're hearing right now through through fall camp is one thing. Confidence derived from a win on the road against a team uh, that's ranked in the top ten like Texas, uh, that's got you kind of going through the roof. And, and a lot of times teams need that when they're in a difficult spot maybe on the road later on in the season in a conference game. He's Tim Brando, national sports commentator for Fox Sports, at Tim Brando on Twitter. Now, LSU at number six. And the top ten, actually, in the coaches and AP poll are exactly the same. So we didn't have a big surprise Monday when these came out. Clemson, Alabama, Georgia, Oklahoma, and Ohio State in the top five. And we always see those schools, those five specifically, the last handful of years, inside that top five. I mean, you could rotate them around a little bit. And this gets to something you've talked a lot about on Twitter. And it, it is squarely in my wheelhouse, too, because I've talked about it on the show, that college football maybe is losing a little relevancy and hype around the country, outside of the South, of course, because of how stale it's become at the top, Tim. And I know you're very passionate about that. Yeah, there's a lot of Alabama-Clemson fatigue out there, and I probably should restate that, Clemson-Alabama fatigue, because they're the superior team right now, the reigning champions. Um, Chapter 5 of that matchup is not something that's in the best interest of college football. Now, it's great for Clemson, it's great for Alabama, and they've earned it. You know, it's not Clemson's fault that everybody in their league is is not very good. Uh, and we don't know if Virginia Tech is going to find their way back. Will Miami uh, gain traction with Manny Diaz? We don't know. Maybe we'll find out Saturday against Florida. But, I mean, uh, you don't want a four-loss pit team or five-loss pit team on the opposite side of you in the ACC title game. Um and then Alabama's non-conference game uh, games this year, again, for the second consecutive year, are an embarrassment nationally. Uh, to trot that kind of uh, competition out there to play, and even one of those games in late November, is just pathetic. Now, uh, you know, look, are they the, the most dominant program in the last uh, decade? Absolutely. Is Nick Saban arguably the greatest head coach of all time? No question about it. But uh, is his program uh, that much better than everybody else that they can schedule anybody and get away with it? I don't think so. But the system we have in place has now allowed for that. 
if you have a big enough brand, and certainly Alabama is the biggest, Clemson is right there with them. You can apparently not only have a bad schedule, but you can even lose a game against that bad schedule and get a mulligan. Two years ago, Clemson did against uh, Syracuse on the road, and they still got in. Alabama lost an Iron Bowl game a couple of years ago, the last game of the season, and still got in. Teams like that don't fall precipitously where they're ranked number one. They only drop about three spots, and you only get four. So, you know, those teams, those brands are going to get in. Uh, Georgia is another team that fits into that equation. We've already seen them get in and play for a national title in an all-SEC matchup a couple of years back. And I would just suggest to you that if Georgia does what I think they can do this year, win every game until they get to the SEC title game, if, if, if they're undefeated going into that game and Alabama beats them in a, in a narrow matchup that we have to anticipate it would be, who's to say that Georgia wouldn't get in again? Well, we've got the same teams every year, and it's becoming a regionalized Sunbelt Invitational. It comes in out of the, the state of South Carolina, Georgia, Alabama, and uh, named that fourth team. Lately, it's been Oklahoma. Uh, if it's not Oklahoma this year, maybe it's Texas. If it's not Texas, could it be Michigan that finally crashes the party? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.